All right, y'all, before we get started, let's give some love to our sponsors, and that means our good friends over at distilleryproducts.com. They are some of the leaders in laser-etched glassware, and guess what? When you work with them, you get them at wholesale pricing. I'm not lying. That's a heck of a lot cheaper than you're going to find anywhere else. Reach out to me. I would love to get you in touch with Carson, Janie, Vicky, and all the good folks over at distilleryproducts.com. They are where we get our glassware from, and chances are most of the distilleries you go to use them as well. Well, they have awesome glasses besides just the Glen. Feel free to reach out to me. I will get you in touch with them. And then you can go on their website, browse and see for yourself. Check them out, distilleryproducts.com. Today's show is also sponsored by our friends over at Orca Coors, who are ready to help you make this the coolest summer ever. They have something for everyone from American-made, lifetime-guaranteed hard-side coolers to stainless steel whiskey barrel tumblers that are going to elevate your drinking experience. Some of you may have seen on social media recently, we just got a new cooler. His name is Willie. He is going to come with us whenever we go visit distilleries. Thank you to Orca for giving us that. The cooler's super cool. I love it. It's hard. It's barely proof means I can't even get into it. It's going to keep whatever is in your cooler cold for days. It will retain ice for days. And those whiskey barrel tumblers, man, they are. Su- it looks like you're actually drinking from a whiskey barrel. What better way to be the envy of your barbecue by either getting one of those coolers or getting one of the tumblers? People are going to come over and go, man, where'd you get that? You're going to say Orca. Use code DADS20 for 20% off of your order. That is code DADS20 for 20% off your order. Orca's there for all of life's adventures. Get an Orca and take them on some adventures with you. Today's show is also sponsored by our friends at Action247.com, the only sports book by Tennesseans for Tennesseans. You can use code DADS100 and they will match up to $100 of your first deposit. They also have cool places around Tennessee where you can actually deposit money in person and take money out in person, which is super cool as well. But it is March Madness. It is one of the best times of the year. They actually have a whole buzzer beater insurance for the entire March Madness tournament. You will get 40% back if your team loses on a buzzer beater. The max refund is 25, but man, coming into this weekend, it is going to be crazy. We all know that Illinois lost, but there are still three number one seeds left in the tournament in Gonzaga, Baylor, and Michigan. But what else happens? It is up in the air. It's been a crazy tournament so far. Teams are getting knocked out with COVID. You don't know what's going to happen, but we have Gonzaga taking on Creighton. We have USC taking on Oregon. And let me tell you, I think Oregon is is going to beat USC. They just beat number two, Iowa, 95 to 80. But USC also took out Kansas. So who knows? USC routed Kansas 85 to 51. Anything goes in that game. You have Michigan taking on Florida State. You have UCLA taking on Alabama. We have Syracuse taking on Houston. Don't count out the Qs. They have looked real good. We have Loyola, Chicago, which you don't always see going to this round of the tournament, taking on Oregon State. Oral Roberts, talk about a Cinderella story. Yes, you know, they had some help with COVID, but they took out number two, Ohio State. They are taking on Arkansas. And then last but not least, Baylor and Villanova. So anything goes when it comes to the NCAA tournament, go to action247.com, get in on the action, use code DADS100, and they will match up to $100 of your first deposit. Now let's get on with the show. You ready to do another blind, bud? Sounds like a winner. Let's do it. Like Tone Loke. You a funky cold Medina? One, two, 
everyone. My name is John Edwards, and with me as always is Zeke Baker, and together we make the Dad's Drink of Bourbon. Wherever you are, whatever time it is, thank you for making us a part of your day. Thank you for making me a part of your day, Zeke Baker. I thought that song was Wild Thing. He did Wild Thing, and he did Funky Cold Medina. Yeah, but then the Wild Thing one at the beginning goes, let's do it. I don't know. I think that's how that one starts. I just know it's doom, 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 doom. Then later he goes, I get paid to do the Wild Thing. That's a great job. What else is going on? Tell me a story. You got to have something. Man, I can't think of anything. I think we should talk a little bit for a second about how the people want cold opens from you, but I'm putting this out there as a disclaimer. If Zeke's not feeling it, it's best to not force him. So (laughs) we're going to have cold opens when they're appropriate. This is something that has actually come up. People have said stuff to us. We don't want to force the funny. So if Zeke is lame like he is most nights and doesn't have anything funny, then we're just going to let him be lame. I mean, there's just certain things I I can't disclose at times. (laughs) Understood. And as your counselor, I am agreeing with you. One thing I want to mention before we get into this, because... We're catching up on some blinds this week. It's a fun week for us. I heard a story about a store in America where two men pushed a woman aside hard because they were fighting over an Eagle Rare pick. What has America come to? I was just thinking, cheers to the female for trying to get in the middle of those two. She was not trying to get one. She just happened to be in the store. I mean... It doesn't make too much sense. I mean, you and I both been in stores more than a handful of times, I think would be a safe assessment. And that being said, I can't think of a situation where I was like leaned over right at the shelf. Somebody else was also there. We were both going for something. And then there was a third party that got stuck in between us. I just think if we're fighting over Eagle Rare, it's time for us all to make a change. Like, seriously, there is a great bourbon that's just as good as Eagle Rare that's on the shelf. Go get it. Like, chill out. It's okay. Let's not push over innocent bystanders because we're fighting over bourbon. Well, what bourbon are you going to use in this example? Because, I mean, you can't just throw that out there and not say something. Come on, Bait. I mean, any $30 bottle is going to be up there. You said it. You've put yourself in this predicament. Now you got to come up with something. It's like when I get put on the spot for a cold open and maybe not have one. So now you understand where the anxiety comes in. Well, McKenna should have been a $30 bottle before San Francisco. You have Chattanooga whiskey. You have Pinhook, which is like 35 Still in the range, and who's to say that these stores are putting out their store pick at 30 bucks for Eagle Rare? I bet you it's more like 50 or 60 It does have a 10-year age statement. So I bet you these stores are putting it out at 50 to 60 so that puts out a whole new category. What 10-year age-stated product are you finding at 30 bucks there, buds? It's not 30 bucks anymore. You just said it. Its competitors well, were 30 I'm saying I <laughs> rethought this. Just like you rethink how you drink. I rethought this. There ain't no store putting out their Eagle Rare store picks at 30 bucks anymore. It used to be a $30 bottle, but I bet you it's got to be 50. I mean, if we're going to play that game, Heaven Hill, the Kentucky only white label, six year, used to be an $8 bottle. Ain't no mo. <laughs> I don't think we need to be pushing over women to fight over an Eagle Rare. 
I agree, and I'm just saying sometimes you can't push a cold open because clearly you, you might get in a predicament you didn't want to be in. <laughs> I was backing you up. I was backing you up, my friend. I know, and then I backed you up in a corner on this old debacle. No, I mean, find any bottle that's 50 <laughs> bucks and enjoy the hell out of it. It's still better than knocking over a rando to get a bottle of Eagle Rare. We're better than this. I mean, I don't know what randos you're knocking over to get your swill. I'm not knocking over anyone for any of the bottles I'm going after, I promise. I Because you can't. You got no muscle on your body, buddy. I thought you were a lineman. What happened to you? Fast twitch muscle fibers. You ain't got to be bulky. Look at you getting all technical. <laughs> I'm just telling you, I was never the biggest boy on the team. You've always had a belly and boobs, but you just didn't have those arms. I don't know. I think it's however you put it together. Like I, I could always bench maybe close to the least. Squats was really close to the least. Cleans, like top three, top five maybe. You just have a strong core. You have that strong stomach. And if you use your legs to put you in the right position and you get the right leverage, then then it's just driving and having that determination to not stop, not to get all serious about football for a second. I got a good powertrain. <laughs> you got a Hemi in this. <laughs> it is blind week. You know, the details behind this blind as well as you set this up. People were giving blinds to you, and then you got it over to me. I do know the details. I haven't looked at them yet. I, I, I didn't want to play that game on you. But who is the nice person that gave us this blind? Oh, yeah. So uh, a, a local friend of ours, uh, Daniel Cawthorn, gave us this blind. It's probably equally as far back. As the last one? E- even worse, I, I won't divulge it because hopefully we get there. But I've got one that's probably maybe six months older than these. Is that the one from Blake? No, I think we drank his on accident. <laughs> Sorry, Blake. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure I messed him at some point. And he, oh, like, wait. Yeah, sorry. I remember we did. And then what we did was we opened up. It was because we didn't have the answers anymore and he didn't know what they were. Yeah. So remember, we just drank one of his before the show for like five <laughs> weeks. It's like, hey, we're, we're drinking this. We don't know what the hell it is. It's pretty good. Yeah. Wish I knew what it was. Hey, you know, the, the karma guys, they don't get worked up too much. No, no. Blake's a good guy. He was on one of the very first Dad's Drinking Bourbon podcasts. We need to get him back out here. He was a great time. Yeah, I think he, he mentioned traveling sometime. I don't remember. We'll have to look into that. These are three blind random samples again. Um, <laughs> apologies for the fact that they've been in our possession for a while. But as promised, we, we are getting to them now. Very similar to the previous show. Since we don't want to confuse Mr. Edwards tonight, we've got these numbered as one, two, and three as far as the samples we have. We will rank them and then reveal what they are and then give notes. And I think since there's just three of these, we could probably rank all three and not just our favorite and least favorite because, well, then we'd know what the middle was. Yep. Like the way I solved that equation, huh? Middle's dickle. I really think two is dickle. Really? I didn't think that. Look at the notes. Maybe could be. Got a lot of corn. A lot of corn. I don't know. It didn't scream like the dickle corn to me, but if you get that one right, I'll at least maybe admit it to you. I went one, two, three. Oh, really? I did. I, I thought the third, no, sample number three was my favorite. One was my second and two was my least. Only reason three, I never got 
past the perfumey hot singe. And I know you said you didn't have it because we kind of, I asked, I was like, is there something tainted here in the sample? Maybe this ran through the dishwasher, but I couldn't get a really good taste. No, I got a, I got a floral aroma off of it. It just didn't seem synthetic, so to speak. I got a super big singe and just, yeah. Uh, Maybe it's your cologne choices or something. What are the answers, buddy? So left is a Four Roses cash strength pick. It is an OBSV from Centerpoint Liquors here in the Nashville area from March 2020. Middle is an Old Elk single barrel pick. Is it a weeded or is it the... Yeah, sorry. I'm trying to look zoom in on the pick sticker and I'm 99% sure it says the weeded bourbon. Yeah, because it's the weeded whiskey, the weeded bourbon. It's definitely not that mash bill for the the heavy malt. And then number three is a Knob Creek bourbon pick from Discount Liquors. That's interesting. Mm -hmm. Because I would not expect a Knob Creek pick to be so floral. And I would expect a Knob Creek pick to have some nuts in it. Well, see, I got it on the smell. Uh, but as far as what I tasted, it blew off really quickly. I, that's why I mean, I, I, I didn't think it was synthetic. It, I, I picked it up, but it was nose only, not in the palate. I'm like, so not, surprised how much corn was there on the old elk weeded. Well, so the weeded bourbon though is going to have more corn than the weeded whiskey. Correct? Oh yeah, a hundred percent because it would still have to have fifty one percent corn at least. And I'll get the yeah, mash it's still bill. a tra- it's still the traditional, and the weeded whiskey is the heavy wheat, or it might even be all wheat. I think. It's 51% corn, 45% wheat, 4% malted barley. It's pretty standard for me to go for the Four Roses as number one. I thought it was Dickel for the Old Elk, but I would say that it was, yeah, I think Dickel could still put out really good picks, and that's kind of what it tasted like for me. Like, I thought it was a higher corn mash bill than it is. It's not, because it's 51% corn, but the corn is really coming through on that one for me. It was kind of like a solid pick. I enjoyed it. It wasn't too corny. It just kind of had that high corn taste to me. Three, I just could not get past the singe yeah i mean but you know i picked up the floral smell but the singe i get to me is definitely more in the product than it is you know like if you walk in the bathroom somebody sprayed some lysol or something it kind of like gets it like you know that it's just that feeling i don't get that from the product that's why i don't think it was any kind of like detergents or stuff i don't know i just couldn't it was so floral well how about you so give us your notes for number one which was your favorite subsequently i said it was good I was going to say, did you rank these by the number of O's and you're you're good? Just like the so. The mouthfeel, it's got some floral to it. It's got, um, but it's got a lot of depth. The finish, I think, on number one is what set it apart for me. It's that old familiar OBSV. I didn't want to throw out and sound stupid and say four roses, but like I kind of got that like four roses or a bullet pick vibe to it and kind of reminded me of that legacy one that y'all just picked everybody crushed through a bottle pretty quickly oh the bullet yeah sorry i was like huh it's a good pour the finish really lingered well i liked it a lot fair enough my uh quick pass notes on it were it was rich and crisp on the front end first thing i noticed was vanilla behind that i thought it had an apple zest and then a little further back it kind of reminded me lightly of banana runts. 
I didn't get the banana runts on that one. It was very faint. And I almost didn't want to write runt, but I got a an apple banana kind of thing. Interesting. I can't think of the product off my top off the top of my head that's you know a combo of that. But there's some kind of candy or something that tastes like that. But that's what it reminded me of. Huh. I just thought too. It had some corn, but in knowing what this is now, I mean the corn's there. It's sweet. It's got a really nice mouth feel to it, which is what I really liked about it. Um, I didn't like it as much as the Four Roses, but it's hard to knock down Four Roses for me. And I thought it was a super solid pour. I like what Old Elk is doing, but I like the mouthfeel of this one too. I, I just really enjoyed that. I mean, when when you get something that just is creamy and has a good mouthfeel, it's like it's hard to beat. See that pretty easily. Uh, my my notes on this one were. The very front, I got orange zest, a little bit of nutmeg kind of feel to it. Uh, I put down it was very viscous, but the flavor died. So I, I see where you are with the feel, but you know there was nothing more than feelings. It was a a, a like you know thick solid pour that just, the whole the flavors I picked up on it went away very fast. So to me, I was just kind of like, well, it, it's doing what you want it to do. You're just not tasting what I want to taste. I get it. It wasn't pronounced enough for me to knock it. I think it was just one of those ones that you want to keep sipping because of that. I got a finish. I just didn't get a super long finish and nothing really just went away from me in a way that I got upset. It was just like, oh, time for another sip. You already know what I thought about the third. It was hot. I couldn't taste it. It was floral and hot. Well, my notes for this one were initially picked up some toffee and some graham cracker toward the middle it kind of reminded me of salty meat i know it's kind of hard to overly express that you know what i mean like you get like some like really like thick bacon or even like stricken meat or something that you do just for cooking flavor it really reminded me of that for a minute which i've I've got kind of that salty vibe thing out of some some knob creeks before but at the finish it kind of circled back around to that floral nose and i got some raspberry in there so i I thought all around it, it it made it to at least third base, if not home, as far as touching everything. And I thought it was pretty, uh, pretty neat pour. And uh, complexity-wise, it, it it had a lot more going on. And at the same time, none of that seemed off-putting to me. Okay. So, I did not get the signature bean profile, though, so that's interesting. Which one did you like the most? The the KC. KC was my favorite uh, out of these three. The Four Roses was second, and the Elk was third. Interesting. Thank you, Daniel, for sending this our way. Again, our apologies for being a damn near slower than molasses on this, but we did get there and we are very appreciative of the poor. So yes, thank you. Thank you. Everything is a little slow with us. We're fitting it into the schedule. I feel like I've just been going crazy lately. So apologies if I'm not putting out the episodes right on Wednesdays and Fridays. I thank you for bearing with us. We will try to do better. Till then, you can find us on Facebook at dad's drinking bourbon twitter at bourbon dad's instagram at dad's drinking bourbon thank you for listening to this podcast zeke where else can the folks find us go nashville tennessee cheers ciao